the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. I know two girls named Stacy and Angela. One stands on stage for laughs, one she takes photographs. Every week they talk for an hour and a half on the Stacy Prussman Hour. On their show, they chat about the latest news or whatever else they choose, relationships or even choose to listen to them. What the hell you gotta lose other than about an hour with the Stacy Prussman Hour? Yeah, that's Stacy Prussman Hour. Listen to the Stacey Pressman Hour. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Pressman Hour. We are here on our new equipment. We're just getting the hang of it. I hope it sounds really good and we sound clear and gorgeous and all that wonderful stuff. Um, I want to bring Angela right in. We haven't seen each other or spoken to each other in a few days. Uh, I mean, we, we text and shit like that, but a lot of shit has happened. A lot of stuff has happened uh, in the world, in our in our little circle, our bigger circle. And uh, that's it. So I'm going to put on Angela's here. Hello. Hi. Are you there? How you doing? I'm here. Can you hear me? Hi. Hello. Yeah, just talk a little bit louder, babe. Oh, Jesus Christ. All put right. up your... I, um, I, your it's your, so your gain like I'm up. rubbing my fucking lips on the microphone. No, your gain on, your, on the machine. The first <sighs> knob should be up all the way. It's all the way up. I'm all the way up. Okay. Okay, good. Just talk directly into it. I'm so directly into the microphone. Directly no, you're good. You're good. into the microphone. Directly <laughs> into the microphone. That's my All right, We're good. We, we good. We good. We good. I don't know why yours it's not as loud, but it should be. But uh, oh, that's all right. I think whatever. Just make sure you. Whatever. Uh, don't even say directly so, into the microphone one more time. I'll kill you. I'm just letting you know right now. You've been for. Well, I'm just saying that's what Ed said to me, and I heard maybe it's the microphone. I bet you it's the microphone times. because because half the mic. You know the microphone wires suck. That's the I, the problem. Well, maybe that's the problem. That. It's, it's so not his mic. The it's, mic. They were my microphone wires. Right. Yeah, I know anyway. you're so. Just make sure it's all plugged in like tight. Uh, yeah. Oh my god. It's okay. <laughs> I'm just telling you what I was told. All right. Well, I don't want to hear it anymore. Okay. When I was talking to Ed just right, now, he said something about when I was talking to Ed a few minutes ago, he said something about making sure the uh, plugging in the ma- something about the magic box. And I just started laughing because I'm really immature. <laughs> and I said, I'm sorry, but you said magic box. Oh, the magic. And I was like, and that was yeah, funny to me. That's so funny. Anyway, speaking yeah, of funny, fit, why yeah, don't we. Oh, go ahead. What? 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 What were you about to say? No, it's fine. It, I, I'm. No, I'm just. Uh, it's a magic box. That's what I call my cunt. Yeah. So anyway, speaking of uh, funny and what we find funny and what's not funny, uh, a lot of crazy. I've been fighting with some stranger on Twitter for hours now, and she's got me in all like a real. Stop doing mood. that. It doesn't make. Why do I stop doing that? I'm not following. I, I why are you fighting stop. with strangers? I wanted to stop, and I actually told her, "Look, let's be honest. Anything I say is not going to change how you feel, and anything you say is not going to change how I feel." Thanks for the chat. Have a nice day. Then that bitch is going to turn around and call me, say that I'm trying to play a victim about something. Fuck you. Victim is what, not a word that should ever. What are you be fighting used about? About about Shane Gillis. Okay, my boyfriend. Well, don't, don't fight if people do, you don't, don't even know we're people, dating yet. 
You had a well, FYI, Angela had a crush record, on him. For the record, just so you don't think me and I'm Angela had a big old... fight because she wouldn't. All right. All right. No, I want to nope. tell that I was on edibles at the stand party. We were drinking like fishes, right? Angela and I were drinking it was like open fish. Bar. It was the stand, um, like open, whatever the fuck it was called. It was an open bar. It was open and bar, so, basically. So me and Angela were drinking. I ended up eating edibles out of my mind. She's had a crush on Shane Gillis. I'm going to bring, put it out there. It doesn't really fucking matter. Yeah. Um, I'm like, he's going to care. Right. It's not a bad thing. It's not like you did a bad thing. So I said, well, let me introduce I'll you to him. You tell your, no, oh, okay. Let Stacy tell her lame ass version of the story. And then I'll tell what truly happened, but go ahead. This is her edible, I'm on edibles version of the story of what she thinks she remembers. You tell yours, then we'll tell the well, truth. Well, it doesn't even, rem- it doesn't really matter. So I said, let me introduce you to Shane Gillis. And Angela acts like a high school student, like she's going to cry and runs away. Angry okay. and crazy. Okay. Now, people, let me well, tell all you what I really- offer her to introduce her to Shane Gillis, who I don't even really know, but I just met him a couple of times in, in passing at comedy clubs. I don't get. I don't give a shit. I see these people all the time. You know, I'm so used to seeing. I walk. It's not a big deal. So, I just figured I introduce you to him. Maybe you could have been a love connection. Okay. Now, now, friends and family, or whoever's going to listen to this, let me tell you what really happened. First off, I joke around with my girlfriends. Right, like a stranger could walk by, and if I find him attractive, I will say something along the lines of. There goes my boyfriend. Okay. Clearly, I don't think the guy's going to be my boyfriend. I saw Shane on stage. I found him to be very funny. And there's something about him that I like besides his humor. Okay. There's just something about him I like. I just like that he's just a normal dude. He's not a pretty boy. He's on stage wearing a hoodie. He's not like one of these, like, uh, what do you call a metrosexual men who take longer to get ready than I do. Okay. He's just a dude. And I thought he was a funny dude. All right, so dude. you are attracted. So anyway, all right, well, you, you don't have to justify your attraction to so Shane Gillis. Like, no, but that's fine. But that's fine. But I don't like him because I don't even know the guy. But anyway, joking around. You're attracted I to him. If you, just like a guy sees a girl and they're like, she's she's good looking or she's interesting. I want to meet her. It was like that. It wasn't no, I like. Don't want, I don't want to meet him, though. That's the thing. It was just a joke. Where what was the big deal? Why not meet him? Why the fuck not meet him? Shut up. Let me tell no, you, you told your up. edible version of the story. Now I'm going to tell it's the a truth. simple story. Anyway, we're outside of the uh, no, but you're forgetting some key parts to why I flipped out. We're outside of the bar. I'm drunk. She's high on edibles. She never tells me she's fucking high on edibles to the point where she's high for days. I later, didn't know okay? I was high on edibles until I realized I was on the edibles after after the fact. Because I thought I was eating candy because I was fucking hungry from drinking. Okay. We drank so much when you get hungry. You know, when you want pizza. There was candy and there was edible candy. Okay. Well, I didn't know right, she ate anything. I would have clearly told her if she was eating it took candy like it, it took at a comedy party. That it was not candy. I've been but eating anyway. candy for years at a, and I've never eaten edibles, probably sure, since yeah. I'm th- 24 years old. Okay, I smoke Who weed, but out? I don't. Oh, yeah, hi. Are you hungry at this big comedy party? I've brought my caramels along for the fucking occasion. Nobody except for a 90 year old grandma right, brings a pocket full of caramels. Okay. Anyway, back to my story. I do. So we're outside. We are Some outside. people have low blood sugar. There's a lot of diabetes. There's a lot of diabetes in comedy clubs. All right. So anyway, we're outside the comedy club, right? I'm drunk. She's high and drunk. And uh, 
And Jane's over there talking to his friends, like feet away from us, joking around like I do. I said, oh, look, it's my boyfriend, right? Joking around. This broad, meaning Stacy, whacked out of her skull, goes, what the fuck do you want me to do about it, Angela? If you want to fucking talk to him, just go fucking talk to him. I don't fucking know him, okay? What the fuck do you want me to do? And I said, are you kidding me right now? What is wrong with you? <laughs> like, okay? I feel like we're in high school. And she starts bugging, like, spazzing the fuck out. And I'm like, dude, I didn't even ask you. I said, it's a joke. I don't even know the guy. Why? Well, I don't know what the fuck you want me to fucking do. And then she starts storming over to him and his friends like a fucking maniac. Okay. So well, I, 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 and she was wearing cowboy boots on top of it. So I was like, I'm out of here. I am not. I don't know what's going to go down when she gets over there. I don't know what's going to come out of her psychotic well, I mouth. Know. I probably, he's going to be, he'd probably be nice and funny and, and you would have had a date with a guy that's on SNL that may or may not well, get well, fired. Well, only fired? part that pisses, not yet. Uh, but anyway, that's the only point, part that pisses me off is that could have been my one and only chance because if he does continue to work at SNL, clearly my shot, the door has closed for me, okay? But anyway. See? You bottom line up. is, you could have been. Bottom line is, Stacy wearing her fucking shit kicking cowboy boots <laughs> storms over there in her shorts and cowboy boots like a crazy person <laughs> flipping out, and I don't even know why because all I did was make a joke going, "Oh, there's my boyfriend," right? So I was like, "Fuck you, I'm leaving." So then I, she storms towards Shane Gillis. I storm the other way and I go around the corner and then I send her very long, nasty texts. So then, so then Gino Bisconti, he like group texts me and Stacy, and he's like all chipper and happy, wanting to know where we are because one minute we're at the party, he next thinks minute he, we're he's a, you. And meanwhile, you called me a dumb cunt in front of, and Gino was like, I don't. Gino and I were watching the show down. Gino and I were drinking, I don't remember. And then we, then we all ended up going to the other place, and then I, yes, so I, I started wandering the streets. Yeah, so Gino texts both of us and was like, "Where are you?" or whatever, right? And I'm like, I fucking. He was upset. You got him upset. So then I text her. I text Gino privately, and I'm like, that dumb. Yeah, I saw it. I was. I saw. Of course you did because he's a backstabbing little bitch. You listen. Anybody that's friends with Gino, don't ever text him something that you don't want him to tell the other person because he is the true high school little girl. He can't keep a secret. He should be. He reminds me of every like obnoxious gay guy I went to high school with that was, you know, in the closet that was hung out yeah. with women that just got he's involved. Like, he's like, in girl, did you shit. hear what she said about you yesterday, girl? And then when girl! he tells you, and then later he'll be like, girl, I don't know who told her what you said about her, but she was pissed and she called you a whore that's, girl. That's him. That's that, him. That's, you know. It reminds okay. me of every guy I went to high school with that was closeted that came out eventually. Yeah, well. <laughs> that would just like good. gossip to one girl to another. So maybe before he dies. 51. 51. Whatever. It'll be 51 this year. Um, December. So anyway. I think that's funny. So then I text Gino and then Gino was like, I think you're overreacting. Well, that's all you got to say to a drunk, pissed off woman is tell her she's <laughs> overreacting. So I was like, you and know I'm what? high out of my, I'm had, I, I was high out of my kite, like out of my, I ended up walking for hours, hours where my feet were bruised in heat in those boy boots all through the I don't remember how I ended up I was trying to take a lift but I couldn't figure it out I mean or a, a uber I and I always uber and stuff and I couldn't get my button to press the button like you I really was like in an alternate reality then I got home that night 
after Angela and I had this huge fight that that morning was my mother's like what happened to you I, I started crying and I hugged the laundry there was a laundry bag that was laundry that we were sending oh. out I started crying on the floor dramatically like, and then I vomited once like I don't know if I vomited and, I, and then I started crying I was like get in the bed and go to sleep I'm like no and I finally got into bed and then my mother, I said, I'm, I can't, everything's turning around and the world, I went crazy. And then I passed out and I was high for days after that. We didn't days. speak for days either. And I was like, I don't care if I ever talk to this lady again, because I was very pissed. But then me and Gino got into an argument because I started texting him and he told me I was overreacting. So then I was like, fuck you, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, you know what? That's it. I'm going home too. So then he leaves. And the thing is, is just an hour before all hell broke loose, Gino came in and he was like laughing at how drunk I was. And he was like, oh, my God, you look so happy. You're having so much fun. I'm like, I'm having the fucking time of my life. Like I'm picking up skinny ass Karen Margolis and spinning her around when I see her. She probably want to punch me in the face. I'm talking to everybody. I'm having the time of my life. And then I make the mistake of saying there's my boyfriend about Shane Gillis. <laughs> and my whole he night ruined. <laughs> ruined. <laughs> Maybe he is, maybe he is like as negative as everybody <laughs> thinks. Just the mentioning of his name and my whole night was ruined. Now. I know. And I I'm trying to. Him. I defended him on Twitter right. today. And yesterday. Because you All right. I, I've been defending. Because I, I find him Look, it, let me let, let me tell you something. If I got something like that oh, as an, any show and they went back to any podcast we've done or I've done with anybody from, you know, all the podcasts I've done pretty much of other as a guest, I'm fucked. I'm fucked. Like, I'm going to just put it out there. I'm fucked. Like, I'm up for a hosting job for a kid's show. Fucked. Fucked. Yeah. I'm not even going to lie. my ass. I get worried about. Ew. I'm not, uh, I, I get worried about my life and my career because I'm like, uh, like, this is what people do now. They they don't judge you based on you. They judge you based on they don't judge what they know of you personally. They try to find a reason to hate you. It's almost like we would rather not hate you. They want you fired. No, it's a can't to can't not hate the. No, they don't look you to hate somebody. They want to get them. They want to well, get you them don't fired that or hatred that comes from some form of hatred. You don't try to get people fired that you like. Like they it's just, just they're trying to, to they no, they're trying to, to find justice. Like the, like the Asian community wants to find justice because he said the chink word. Okay. And you know, not the best word ever. And this it's person not nice. on Twitter, it's not nice. And guess what? What I tried to explain to this dumb broad on uh on Twitter is who? I don't, Who is she? Because I'll you, help you with it. I don't even know her name. Sydney. Sydney. You can tell by that name she's just going to be an annoying bro. I don't talk anyway. to people. This is my rule. Okay. When, literally, unless I know them, I don't talk to people with any either side, anything with a political agenda in it on their bio. I don't talk to them. They don't have a real picture and name. I don't talk to them. That's just yeah, my well, rule. But, I'll really, block I wasn't them. necessarily talking to her either. I was more talking to... um. 
our friend uh, Jim Stansel because he had commented on her thing or whatever. So then I kind of commented too, which got her all like in an uproar again. But the thing is, is like, I don't care. I'll have like a little bit. Was she Asian? I don't know because of course she has a fake ass picture, but she's talking almost as if she's Asian, but I'm not sure if she's Asian or just defending Asian people. And that's fine. And my thing is, is like, it's fine. If you want to be angry about something, be fucking angry. I don't care. But to try to like destroy someone's life because you're angry is like is is ridiculous like maybe focus on your life instead and focus on other things there's more important things in the world than what's going on all right first of all i want to say this i'm going to say this well first of all people this is the problem this is where the sjw's got got it wrong and i'm going to tell you why because i'm i'm people don't know what side of the fence i'm on with anything i'm very pro freedom of speech i'm also very pro justice for people I'm very pro, you know, social services. Very I'm pro also pro not being able to talk. work. What? You're like talking and it sounds like you're having a means. stroke over there. What the fuck? No, it's your earphones. No, it's your no, mouth. I'm not. All right, go ahead. No, Sorry, it's not. I, it's the, the, I have a cold. I have pro, a cold. Pro, pro, pro. No, no, I'm saying I'm very anti-injustice, but, but at the same time, when there's real injustice and people are starving or people are, you know, doing, have no water at Flint or there's uh, real prejudice where people are getting hurt, their jobs are being lost. That's real issues to deal with. It's not, the comedians aren't the problem. I mean, that's the least, we're the only people, you go to any comedy club, I will, like the other night I was at Greenwich, and I saw about, I was doing, I was hosting the show. There's like 10 different comics, literally Arab, a Jew. I mean, a woman, a black woman. A, the, I mean, I could name seven different ethnic groups in one room having a good time and laughing. So you tell me that we're the problem? No. It's it's the people that are like sitting behind their computers that do nothing but like complain. Are the, they're the problem. They're not doing anything. They don't, a lot of these people aren't on the front lines doing anything. The comics are the ones that are talking about stuff, at least. Yeah. Even if they use derogatory ethnic slurs, they're not doing it to, to hurt the other comics. They're not doing it to hurt anybody in, in their anybody's livelihood or anybody's families. They're just, they're talking, they're finding some kind of common denominator, even if it sounds derogatory or hateful. They're not being hateful. It's not like saying, all chinks need to leave the house. Or all N-words need to fucking... <laughs> you know, die. No, they're not saying that they're, they're bringing something to light, you know, and it's like people are hearing it wrong. They're hearing the words and not hearing the intentions. And that's the fucking problem. But here, here, like also I think with, uh, and, and maybe I'm totally wrong because I'm not, you know, a comic. Okay. But right. Like I treat everybody when I meet people, I try to treat them like they're my, friends okay and when and and until you piss me off yeah and and i don't want to be your friend anymore well me and my group of friends we fucking make fun of each other that's what we do life is so miserable and annoying and there's going to be somebody that's going to be bashing your back or your head or your face or whatever the the phrase is they're going to be bashing you behind your back so why not just fucking laugh about all the stupid shit that people say about you when you take it okay like if you call me a crackhead, 
I'm not going to be right. offended. You want to know why? Because I'm not a fucking crackhead. But if I were a crackhead and you called me a crackhead, then I'd probably be offended. Okay, yeah. We're making fun of accents. Yeah, they really are Asian. So I guess that wasn't a good, like, uh, what do you call it? Like, uh, fucking, fucking, uh, whatever. I can't think of the word, which is annoying me. But anyway, like, why are we letting strangers' words affect us what is going to hurt me is if my mom or my family members or my good friends come up to me and they're like you know what Angela we think you're a fucking loser piece of shit that hurts but when some asshole that I like don't if you really know okay. says something about me or my race or my gender I don't care because you're a moron Either you're a moron or you made me laugh. Nine times okay, out of ten, but how they you made they me didn't laugh. Hire, like, right. How if that your gender or your, well, and, and, and this happens in comedy sometimes even with gender and, and stand-up. They won't hire. There are people that have not hired women. Uh, I mean, when I started out 18 years ago, literally people would go, we never had a woman here. Or, you know, I'm, I'm being, you know, or even then, you know, like the, there were comedy clubs that were open for 10, 15, 20 years prior to me going there and they never had a woman do stand up in the, 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 at their women like, rooms or whatever it was. <laughs> Fuck you. Um, oh. No, but still, I mean, it's crazy. They didn't have the, you know, there's, there is, that's when it affects, that's when racism, the racism and sexism and all that bullshit affect people is when your livelihood or, or have, have you brought home a, an, an African-American gentleman and, and like, I'm not talking to Angela, she's dating a black man, you know, like that has I don't know why they put that accent on it, but, but it's like, it's oh almost like, gosh. like that's when racism is bad. But you're also you know, making I mean, a good it, point by I mean, doing that's, that, that's by racism. doing that accent. No, you're, you're making a good point by doing that accent because do you know how many races who are like, aren't like white or whatever? Right. They're the, like, they're like, that, they're like, they live in my neighborhood. Well, let me accent. tell you something. No, but listen real quick. Right, you're right. And you Every know what the fuck race is- that wants to make fun of a white person does that accent because they're trying to make fun of us and say that we're stupid, uh, low Right, you're life, right. You're absolutely right. Uneducated, bigoted pieces of shit. They're allowed to do well, that were, because it was not the South. White. It was the South that said that we never had a woman here. That's why I use that accent. But anyway, and I perform and you know what? I've I've been I just I came back from Arkansas. I was asked to perform Arkansas, there multiple times Arkansas, at the college. I just love I, and I've been to West Virginia. I mean, so towns that you think that would not appreciate some Jewish bitch, they appreciate. So I don't, now I, I stop, like traveling the world, traveling the country, I, the world as much, but will really make you see that we're, you know, the people will relate to you and, and don't like assume like, I mean, I did have some issues where I was like, oh, you're the Jew broad. Like I did have that. But there are also times where, like, we just found a common denominator. But as, even the people at Lacey that said there's a Jew broad, we, like, they had a good show and we had fun. So I think That's the, the more, thing, you know. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut what? you off. But I, don't just, you find that more invigorating when someone sees you and they're like, oh, oh, God, we got a dumb broad coming up on stage and you fucking kill and you win them over? That is so much more fucking exciting than going into a, a place dumb Jew broad. full of Sorry. friends. Mm-hmm. Oh, whatever. I mean, you can be sometimes. And, yeah, of course. Of course. I, I don't like even you. like when. I still like you. I don't like when my friends or like I get very uncomfortable. Like I don't mind certain my girlfriend, but like if a guy I'm dating comes to a show, I get very uncomfortable. It's what it's the only thing that makes me uncomfortable. I feel 
like there's a part of me that they shouldn't see specifically if it's not a comedian even if it's a comic even i've it makes me uncomfortable it makes i don't know what that is um it just i feel like that's my private like i can't be honest in front of like people that i'm fucking or being with it's very weird like in, in that way on stage like because it's like i'm talking about other people and i'm talking about i don't know it just it makes me uncomfortable for some reason yeah no i hear like it it's weird i mean a, i think it's and weird i'm very for... comfortable on stage like i'm more comfortable on stage than i am in real life you know yeah. like if someone saw me and then they wanted to fuck me then that might be good like that's fine but like if i'm dating yeah. you and then and then we uh and then you come to a show it, i will be very uncomfortable and i will do like my really innocuous blech material or just do some i won't be myself like that's the problem with me and and mm -hmm. i know it's a very big problem like you know so it's like i'm better when it's just it could be friends i don't care friends i don't give a shit as much but like friends are fine yeah but like yeah, guys but how I'm with on how unexciting is life right like as a performer or whatever to every time you walk into a room you just know that everyone in there is going to automatically love you or at least be super polite or they all think you're great like don't you sometimes want the challenge like go in there and prove well no, i have wrong? the challenge every day i there's a well a lot of I times know, but I, like, i'm not doing people, shows like, for fans i'm doing house shows at clubs i don't know what the hell's gonna walk in there sometimes they love me and sometimes they hate me literally like i've gone from like you're the funniest person to like i could tell they fucking hate me it's like that's what comics go through every day like if you're doing regular shows at different clubs that you don't know they're not your fan base and there's 10 comics and like four of them are celebrities you don't know how they're gonna feel about you you know like yeah. the, like you know it's just it's the way it is you know um but all and i think, I think that I'm... go ahead i'm sorry what no no go ahead talk no you were saying something. i started that i, I don't know both said i think I was... we both said i think at the same time <laughs> i think that um and both of us now we have nothing in our both brains of us, yeah, no, no, neither of us remember what i've had a we cold for two weeks I, I i have not felt myself for two weeks i've been i have this cold and like it comes and goes and back and forth and uh whatever no one cares but i just Anyway, we were talking. Yeah. So yeah, so you don't know. I don't want to. I don't usually perform for people that know me. I mean, it's it's like you know, I if I that's how people get fan bases. Actually, that's how Bill Burr, you know, sells out, and this one sells out, and they're very funny. But they they know people aren't just walking into like what kind of show is this? They know they're seeing Bill Burr. Like when they come to a show that I'm on, they don't know they're seeing me. You know, maybe two people. You know, so it's like I have to win over people that I don't know all the time. Yeah. But uh, so this woman, this woman said to me, this woman said to me that the um, the question isn't. Should we allow a hateful person's words to affect us? It's should we reward someone who deals in hateful words and cruel mockery or whatever? But um, OK, so here here's my here. I, I want to I just want to address this dumb broad one more time. Right. Can I make so, can I can I address something about that? I, that's a good point. I'm going yeah, go to agree on certain points of that. But. This is the difference. If someone is doing that as a politician or as a call to action, that's bad because then they're the leaders of our world, the leaders of our state, whatever, and that's unhealthy for our society. If it's a person who's a, a you know telling jokes and showing the irony or the the reality of the situation in a in an entertainment form, it's very different. 
Right. It's a very and, like Richard Pryor did it. It's a different it's a different person. Is it now do we you know, if, if he's a hateful person and does hateful acts outside of his entertainment, that's a whole other story. You know, there's a well, lot of feminist are, comics that are rapists. There's right, all these people, feminist comics, all of a feminist and they become rapists. and you hear them on the next thing you know, they're a rapist. So it's crazy. That was kind of what I, I so brought what you, I brought up with her. Like uh my the thing is is like I don't know Shane Gillis as a person. He may be not a nice guy. I don't know. There are people that are saying they know him on a personal level and that he's not a good person or whatever. But that's also could be just people trying to get a little. But who you said know, that? Who line. said that? Just some like a, a wait. Guy who said he's not a good have, person? A gay comic guy. Let me. I'm trying to tell you some guy that's okay. a comedian okay. that's gay who says that Shane called him that fag comic or something like that. Maybe he did, but there are like you. People say fucked up things sometimes. You and I have both said fucked up things. And we said it not because we meant it. Okay. Sometimes people just say things because they're trying to be funny. Or sometimes you're angry. But there's a difference between saying things and you mean it deep down in the core of your soul. You hate a group of people or something like that. And when you say things about them. You mean it and you and you just there's just this like evil hatred. OK, that's different. Those kind of people right. suck. But guess and what? you're They're and you're and you're and you're a leader and you're a leader of a, of a country or a, or a governor. Yeah. Like those in those situations, you wield power and you inf and you have an influence in a way that's different than an entertainer in that way. Like you're making laws and you're making uh policies that could hurt groups either directly or indirectly and that's where the problem is it's not the entertainment well, i don't know i don't know shane at all either very well <laughs> apparently when i was going to introduce him I, I i've met him you know around and at the shows and stuff but i i don't know him i never had a conversation with him i don't know his background i don't even know if he's you know what his capabilities are as a sketch performer i don't know that's a whole different art being a stand-up is very different than being a sketch performer or an actor. You have to have mm -hmm. like a whole set of skills. So I don't know if he has those skills. I don't know him. He might I mean, I be very good at that. I, I don't know. Hired, but um, but I don't. I don't know. I don't it's know not true. Either. I mean, but, but what? But but here. But I would rather right any person. I don't care if you're a comedian or or an or an actor or just a a man on the street. I would rather have any person lay it out there and just say what you feel like saying and I know where you're coming from and then I can decide if you're coming from a place of like just it, saying things in jest and to be funny or if you're saying it in hatred rather than have someone hide their true feelings and then years later like a Bill Cosby situation where he was like America's fucking hero okay and then we find out later that he was a cruel, you, evil right. man like I would rather meanwhile know. he was telling I'd every comic to be clean Right. Right. And that's so that's fake. I don't want a fake fuck. I want you to fucking put it out there. And if you feel like saying that word and I feel like thinking you're a dirtbag, then fine. Or I get to know you and know that you're saying it to be funny. But I'd rather you at least be true and honest than pretend that you're something that you're not, because that's even scarier. Those people are the ones that you should worry about. The ones that you think the preachers and the this and the that that you think are amazing human beings and deep Meanwhile, deep down, they're fucking doing cruel, horrible things. They're the problem with the world, not a comedian telling a joke. If you're Asian and you no, get I offended, totally agree with that. Well, let me tell you what's going on. You're a baby. 
So, all right, let me just talk, give you a little background. So my neighborhood is, was, very, is, was and probably still is very racist, though there's a lot of races living here. They were very prejudiced against African-American people, black people, whatever people want to be called nowadays. Anyway, so uh, back in the ni- late 70s, maybe 1980, I was graduating, maybe 80, there was a, a murder of an MTA worker that went to our bagel store. Um, and they, these like crackhead kids, these Italian kids ki- killed them for no reason. It was a big, and then now Sharpton March, it was a whole story. And there's always been a lot of racism in this neighborhood. Like, and it's it died down a lot, obviously. But, um, so my mom's house, we rent, th- my mom's been renting this apartment for over 40 years. Um, there's supposedly an African-American family or a, pr- a man that b- might be buying the house. I don't know if he's living here, might buy it as an investment property, but there's all kinds of stuff. My mom might be getting evicted. It's a whole thing. It's a very intense thing. So the, everyone saw this black man that supposedly bought the house, which I'm kind of happy about because it, it makes me feel like fuck you neighborhood. Um, so I, I, I go around the corner and one of the neighbors like, it's a black man buying the house. Is that black guy buying like, like that? I'm like, so what the fuck i've said meanwhile you didn't pay your rent for two years and that's why my mom's landlord is getting lost his house because you didn't pay your rent your three thousand dollar a month rent because they're they moved around the corner it's a whole it's craziness so i didn't say that to them but i was like and like this other guy called me and's like you know who bought the house like they're so concerned that their their house is going to lose money because there's a black person buying the house and i feel like being like go f-, and if they do it again i'm going to go tell them to go fuck themselves that you're you're you sound like you're from 1975 and you should really grow the fuck up or tell them it's jay-z's cousin buying the house or like make the, you know just like fuck around with them so hard because i just hate that because that's the kind of racism i fucking hate that's the shit yeah. that makes me fucking crazy that's yeah. the stuff that people should be protesting and stuff or being angry about like no one's being angry about the real the right things and that right. and if they if they like start up what they gonna do burn my house down that the guy will burn the house down. I mean, what the fuck are they going to do? They're mentally ill. These people, they're like from 1975. It's not 1975 motherfuckers. These people, you know, people, you know, but probably you think you're so that's white privilege. Like when you think you're, you're, I hope this family probably has double the money you have triple the money. I don't have that. You know, it's like, not you. I mean, I'm talking about these people. I mean, these houses, in my neighborhood are worth millions of dollars. They're not nice houses. I mean, you they're not fancy. They're worth over a million dollars, this neighborhood. I don't know why or how this Uh-oh. neighborhood is so the, the why the real estate is so high here. It's 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 over the top expensive. Like not the yeah. rentals as much as the buying. I don't get yeah. that, but I think this neighborhood sucks. But I guess it's by right. the beach or whatever, but it's not a bad neighborhood. New York in general is like crazy, like expensive. It's getting really but, um, expensive. More, exp- I mean, we say this every, every, everyone's always saying that, but it's getting really expensive. Yeah. <clears throat> it's but, driving Yeah, I just think, yeah. I think, I mean, I know people are trying to like, they want to, they want to look like good people and they want to defend people's honor and all this kind of stuff. But, but like, um, we're we're not going especially via twitter or via however you prefer to say it, we're not going to erase via. like hate hatred because um it's just always going to be there it's going to be there we are not going to wake up and not live in a world where people are shitty people so instead of 
putting all of your energy into trying to um, eradicate something that is never going to go away. Why not teach people to not be so fucking sensitive? Like it's not that important. It really is not and that the real important racists, what people say and about like the you. real racists, the real racists that are like, does they don't want you to buy a house in their neighborhood or they don't want you to get a job. Those are the people that are yes. going to affect your livelihood. Right. And you're and you're those and your people safety. are the ones that matter. And meanwhile, these people on Twitter are doing just that. They're doing just that to a guy. They're trying to get affect this man's life and his livelihood. Okay. That is their their ultimate goal. Now, if the tables were turned and we were trying to do that to someone else based on something, and they're gonna say, Yeah, but we're doing it based on his hate speech. That's your perception of what he does. That's not everyone's perception, but you are making it your life mission to 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 ruin someone's life and not not get a job. But if we were to do that based right. on something that we think we know about someone, so a black man walks in and he looks a certain kind of way and we're going to judge him based on that versus what, who he really is. And we're going to, you know, then we're evil, but you're going to do this to somebody else. Like, it's just, it's just wrong to me. It's just wrong. And I know it's different. This guy said something that's offended some people or whatever versus someone that's being judged on their color or whatever. I, I get that it's not the same, but still, you're still... Trying I think to hurt people someone. feel. I'm gonna be. I'm, I don't agree with this, but I think people feel like that specific talk will make people like will, will like allow the real racist to feel justified. That's what I think people think. That's what I, I think. I a lot, some of the arguments. I mean, I'm just guess. gonna. I'm just gonna tell you what some of the arguments are. I'm not saying I, that. That's where I think people. That's where they, I think they feel um, that they need to defend this situation is because I feel like if this, if this person is allowed to say negative things about a race, then, then that's encouraging racism or like, like that woman said, rewarding for it. But I, I don't know. I don't know. Like this, I don't think people should be fired for stuff. I think the conversation should happen. How about that? How about we have a real fucking conversation about race and racism? And yes, you know what it's like when you go like, I'll, I'll give you a good example. I live in a Russian neighborhood, right? It's more mixed, but like if I go a little bit further to the beach, it's Brighton, right? You know how many times I've gone into like a, a Russian cafe and they ignored me because I'm not Russian? You know how that feels? It's the worst feeling in the world. That's That's a form of racism. I think. Or what about, uh, do you not think, I know for a fact, because I've been going, okay, and now this is going to sound racist, but I can't help it. This is what the fuck she does, okay? I've been going to the same nail lady who happens to be Asian <laughs> for years now. And we're right, cool. and a lot of people complain about that. They I fucking do love her. And I actually talked to her about, are you forced to be here? Because some people tell me that, you know, a lot of Asians are forced to work here. And she just laughed at me. She's married to a white man, an Italian man. Okay. She fucking has kids. Okay. Whatever. She's funny as fuck. We talk all the time. We joke around all the time. And do you know how often they fucking make fun of the white people that come in there? All the time. And they do it. They talk, in, they talk to where we can't understand. But then I'll say to her that I know she's talking junk. And then she'll tell me what they're saying. Okay. So guess what? 
Asians. You're not all innocent and sweet either. We all fucking make fun of people. That's what we do. That's how we get by this miserable life. Especially if you're in the fucking field where you have to deal with people and the public all the time, which is almost every job that exists. If you don't sit there and joke around about the cheap assholes that come in and don't pay, the stinky motherfuckers, the dumb, low-life, uneducated bitches, the fucking ghetto assholes. If you don't make jokes about the shit you got to deal with every day, we're all going to lose our minds and just go fucking blowing things up. Right. And and like you and you asked her a question. You might have sounded ignorant to her, but you wanted to know what the fuck. Like maybe she was being held, you know, hostage or whatever, like under if you come to this country and you work the nail salon. I'm telling you where I get my hair blown out. I support a lot of Asian businesses. I make fun of Asian people, but, but they do my hair. They're my hairdressers. And, um, and I mean, they, cause I don't know, there's tons of, there's different ones that do it every day. So I don't have one person I go to, but, um, th- like, I don't know who's been like held hostage, you know, or they're, they came here and now they have to work off their, their, uh, visa, uh, money or their airline, you know, who knows? I don't know. There are nail salons in our areas that, you know, bus, yeah, you know, bus, they, they plane people in and then they work it off. <clears throat> Some work in like the sex industry and some work in like as waiters and some work in like nail and hair salons. It's a, it's a crazy, you know, and it, it's good that you asked that question, even, you know, not to be a fan. I'm sure she's Americanized. There's a lot of Americanized and people get upset when the Asian nail people like talk, you know, Korean or Chinese in front of the white people or the black people. Cause obviously don't, they don't think that we speak that language. Well, my friend, this actually did happen. We went to a nail salon. My friend was fluent. My white, Irish friend was fluent in Korean and she heard every word they were saying and they weren't saying they didn't say anything bad they would talk about their lunch or something stupid like that but right but, but the thing is and is then like, she answered them care. back and they they were uncomfortable you know because you know that's not polite either to start speaking another language thinking that the other people are gonna not hear you that's wrong too, right so right and that's but it's like she she is she says fucked up shit about people all the time and I fucking laugh and she says stuff to me too like when I'm annoying her and I laugh it doesn't matter like laugh just fucking laugh right life would be right. so much I mean, better refu- if you just it's laugh. not like somebody I, comes in and she refuses to do their toes like if some woman came in because she was like a certain ethnic group and she's like and and the, and the Asian woman's like, I'm not doing her feet or something or doing her nails. Like, that's different. Like, that's different. That's like, that's like a different sort of racism. Like, if a strange woman of a different ethnicity comes in and she's like, I'm not doing that. So-and-so's whatever put in ethnic groups, uh, you know, nails, then that's that's a different sort of racism. That's that's not yeah. laughing. That's like being ra- really racist. Right. That's being cruel. And there's a difference between just fucking making light of this miserable world that we live in and being cruel. And there's probably tons of Asians who could give two fucks about whatever Shane Gillis or anybody else is saying about them because they know who they are and they fucking and 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 they're doctors and they're smarter than most of us and they're more successful than most most of us and they're laughing at us. They're probably like you stupid right, yeah. bitch. Say whatever the fuck you want because I'm the comics. fucking doctor over here. Yeah, I'm fucking rich, okay? The Asian lady that owns my nail salon, my niece babysits for her. We are her. We work for her. 
Okay. My niece works for her and she lives in a house that's a hundred times better than my house. Do you think she gives a fuck if I say something, if I make an accent? Okay. No, no, No. because she's She's laughing. She's, she's got the upper hand. She's fucking laughing. She's got the last laugh. That's (sighs) the word I wanted to say. Anyway, so like, uh, I feel like there was something else I wanted to talk about besides Shane Gillis. I mean, I love that topic. Well, we're not we talking about talk Shane. About it's not just else. Shane. It's a, it's a topic about race. It's not just Shane Gillis. I just want to talk about Shane. Hey, Shane. How you doing? There's a lot of, there's a lot of trolls on Twitter with the fake accounts. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why I argued back, but really, she just, uh, but then she called me a victim. Let's go back to me, 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 me. What do you mean? Why did you call topic. you a victim? Why are you a victim? How did you victimize yourself? I, I don't know. Well, how did you oh, make it about yourself? Because I didn't talk to Shane Gillis that night at the party. I was drunk. No, I didn't even mention. No, it wasn't even. No, I said to her, I said, um, I think I said to her, like, I've been through tons of shit in my life, lots of horrible stuff, and I'm not walking around, like, wanting, I, I don't know, like, wanting to be sad about it. I just You're a victim, Angela. You're a laugh. victim. You're a victim. Yeah, which I don't think that that's the same as like it's not the right you've word. been through shit and like that you make light of the subject and you laugh about everything you've been through. I don't think is trying to make yourself be a victim. Trying to make yourself be a victim would it be wasn't like, like you gave her you details. Don't know what I've been through. You didn't, you, you didn't give her details. Like I lived in Nevada Creek. I got <laughs> raped. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, like let's talk about the bullying I've went through in my life. Okay. You were called Sloppy got... Stacy. I was called Sloppy Stacy, Spacey K- Stacy. Well, that's because you were a that you are a sloppy motherfucker. That's why. No, I bet you don't keep a very tight a house. <laughs> I bet you don't, and neither do I. Yeah, I know. Actually, you don't. I anyway, cleaned my so... motherfucker room up, and it looks. I showed you a picture. I changed my whole room, and now it's like heaven yeah. in here. I got lights on. I got my candles. I got my. I got my TV, my fucking... Don't you find like, it weird that you decided to change your whole room, like, just probably not long before you're going to move? Like, well, that's weird. I, I won't You've be, lived there for 100 years, but now, suddenly, well, you're I about to move, been, so you're like, let me make it great. No, I've only been back here for a year and a half. But you I grew up here. there. I grew up here, but it wasn't really my room until I moved back when my dad died and my mom was sick, and... My mom. Boo, your dad died. Your mom got sick. Quit making yourself a victim. And my cat lost his leg. And then oh, he, boo, boo. And then his other leg broke. And now he's oh, in heaven. And then he's the dad's head fell off. My dad's head fell off in heaven. Crying no, heaven with no head. Like they both have a head. He has a head. My Headless. cat has legs in heaven. Oh my God. Put your dad and your cat together and they'd actually be a whole thing. Well, my, my dad, my cat, like, they, my dad's, they got along really well. So Snuggles, your dad put, put Snuggles' head on your dad's body. Oh, I miss Snuggles. I mean, I miss my dad, too. <laughs> you miss Snuggles you more just, than You met my dad, didn't you? Yeah, yes, you did. Yeah, I met him. I met him. At the, I met him when at he the birthday party that you got drugged birthday. at. At my, I had a birthday party when I was 40-something, and uh, my dad and mom were there. And there was this stripper girl with like giant tits, giant. And she was wearing, wasn't she wearing like a bra that was like outside her dress sort of like a weirdo? Yeah, she had a dress that didn't cover her bra or her panties all the way. It was yeah, it was, it was kind of unattractive. Choice. And she had really bad roots. It was stupid. Like 
everything about her was unattractive, to be honest with you. She had big fake tits that were dumb. She was thin. Okay, fine. Yay. She had a really whiny, dumb voice. She had bleach blonde hair and ugly face. Not rude. And she, was just, wasn't, she had that I'm frizzy hair. She had that frizzy hair. And she had a rude. husband. Yet she had a husband, yet she was there with another okay, man. Yeah. And the husband knew she was there. And like, lo and behold, the husband has left her since then. So whatever. Oh, yeah. Shocking. How did you find that out? You found that? I found that out. Too, yeah. Yeah, those she's girls. my Facebook pal. Really? Yeah, she's my the husband left she's her. She's not with the husband no more. Well, I she tried she to fuck her. my father in front of my mother, and I, I had a, it was like really upsetting to me. What? Yeah. Well, I said go. She tried to do father. my father. You saw that? I got very um, upset. Yeah. That was a fun night. But let me tell you a little bit about I can I tell you one story about where I, I experienced racism, which I find funny in a way that I yes. experienced it. Cause I am very white and very privileged. Not well, they keep calling anyway, me a white bitch, but I, I'm not even white. But anyway, that's a whole other story. You know that, right? I'm like right, half so Spanish, even though I don't know anything, any Spanish. Yeah. My my roots are in South America. Whatever. So they can go fuck right, themselves. So um I was in college. I did go there. Despite what my tweets may lead you to believe, because a lot of times I don't proofread and I type very fast because I just want to get it over with. And then when I look back, I really look like a moron. And also, just when I'm in a regular conversation with people, I don't like to um, make them feel insecure about themselves. So I just like to talk like I'm a moron. But I promise you, I did graduate from college. Anyway, I went into college. Grew up dirt poor. So the only way I was going to college was if I got scholarships, which I wasn't smart enough for, or I got some sort of like a uh, funding or whatever. Well, or you were I a hooker. Got, got, yeah. Or I was a stripper and I didn't really want to do that. You can get yet. a sugar daddy, to, you know, um, and I don't want to do that either. So anyway, I, uh, I got accepted into the EOF program, which is called the educational opportunity fund. Okay. Which is for, people who are extremely low income, extremely low, like poverty, below poverty level type people. I got accepted into it. Now in that program, I, you had to go during the summer, um, to, I guess, cause they think we're really stupid cause we're poor. So you have to go in the summer to get adapted to college life and stuff like that and take classes and this and that, whatever. So I was there and I was one of only a couple white people that were there. And that's fine. I got along great with everybody because I'm not racist and I don't give a fuck. And then um, who like what you are, who you are, like I like you as long as you're not a dick. So anyway, fast forward, it's now the school year. So we were there during the summer before everybody like got to college, you know, to start the freshman year. Now right. freshman year start. And um, there's a hall at the college that's just for black people to live in, which is weird to me, but whatever. It was called like a uh, Jack. Jack, I was going to say Jackie Robinson Hall, but I don't think that was it. But it was a black person's name, this hall, um, like a famous black person. I can't remember. Rob, Robeson. I don't know. Anyway, Robson, whatever. Anyway, I go to visit some of my friends there because I made friends with lots of black people during the summer because we were all in this EOF program together. But now the hall's filled with lots of other people who don't know who I am. So I walk in and this group of, uh, you know, uh, black people are hanging out in the hall 
And as soon as I walk in, they're like, who the fuck's this white bitch? Who she thinks she is coming in here? And all this, like, literally, like, just calling me all kinds of names and stuff like that. Just because I walked into a hall Mm -hmm. on campus at a college and I was white. I found that to be crazy. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, that is crazy behavior. And that's pretty much the end of it. Like they saw that I had friends there and then they kind of like shut up after that because like people came out and they're like, oh, my God. Hey, Angela, how you doing? And then they were like, oh, fuck. She knows people here or whatever. But like, you know, they were they were treating me like shit, whatever. But like it is what it is. Like it does happen. It does happen. It does happen. Yeah. One of my friends in high school said not my high school. She went she went to high school upstate. They used to throw pennies at her because she was Jewish. And she's that's that, funny, kind of. Yeah, but she she's like, <laughs> no, she's traumatized by it. Actually, it's not funny. She, it's it was, a little bit funny. No, but there's other things. They, that was the only thing they they did like awful things to her. Yeah, it's not funny, but it's a little funny. That, see, that's ignorant. That. That's like really ignorant to do that to people. It's very ignorant to do to somebody. It is very ignorant. I just wasn't expecting you to say it, so it just kind of made. <laughs> what do you think I was going to say? I don't know. I didn't know you were gonna say they threw pennies at her. <laughs> they did. She cries about it. Did she pick them up and save them? <laughs> That's me. I would have kept them and been like, "You dumb bitches! You know how much money I got in pennies from you dumb fucks." <laughs> like, thanks. I know she's like trying. She she's done. She's had like a lot of issues because every time she sees a penny, does she scream? <laughs> I don't know. You know her too, by the way. When they when the clerk goes to give her change and it's like pennies, is she like fuck you? Smacks their hand and runs out the store. No, I I don't know. Oh my god, no. I know. I like. I I'm I, like throw quarters at I me, bitch. Throw quarters at me if you're gonna throw shit at me. Because I know at least do paper money because pennies hurt. Well, it's like exactly. I every time I go to a strip club, I don't go often, but I think it's really weird. So the girl does the dance on the stage, right? It's not like the lap dance, they give you 20, you fucking do a lap dance and then it's over, right? But when the girls do the dances, they're like throwing money at them. And then at the end of the dance, they're like, they're like on their knees getting the fucking money off the floor. I'm like, that is so degrading to me. That part is the degrading part. Yeah, they should the have like The lap dance a, um... doesn't feel degrading. You get the $20 or the 30 whatever. You get a tip. They put it in your G-string. You do a fake fucking dance. You 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 sort of grind up against them like look I like I'm working there, and then afterwards you're like all right whatever it's it's done. When you do the when you're coming to the stage we got chastity she's you know bubbles bubbles <laughs> doing you know so the, they do the dance the guys she's like shaking her booty and the guys throw money at her some go in the g string some a lot on the, on the floor at the <laughs> end of the dance <laughs> they give them like a few a minute or two to collect and they're like on the floor on their knees getting the fucking money it's like the most unsexy it's like the most degrading sad part of the thing like i think they should have a bouncer get the money for the. i actually yeah they actually need like a person whose sole purpose in that club is to take a big old broom like you know one of those real wide brooms right it's like a long skinny, and just shove shovel them the dollars to backstage and then bubbles McCracken can bend over and pick up her dollars backstage without anybody watching her. That is very, very, very degrading. And I'm actually offended. Right. I, you have. That was Brian McCarthy. Um, I have to, oh, what's he want? We talk a lot. He's my friend. 
Why are you going to go and say his name here? Now we're never going to be allowed on Kevin's shows ever again. I don't <laughs> I'm friends with Brian. I mean, I'm not playing games with people. Like, if you don't want me to be, you know, like, I don't want to be on your show. I don't give a fuck. I'm going to do everyone's show. Like, it wasn't like Brian, you know, fucked Kevin's wife. I mean, he just stopped doing his show. It's like. Or did he? No, he didn't. Brian's a nice, very nice guy. Or did he? Um, I like, I like Kevin. I like Brian. I'm not playing games with people. I don't have the energy to it. I have to worry about my own life. Speaking of not playing games. I'm not playing, like fucking i'm not talking to this one eh? i'm not doing that no more i'm not play, taking yeah. sides i did that in other situations and either people end up making up and then they're not my friend or like i uh. didn't work a certain club for someone because they were like mean to a friend of mine but like that friend ended up being a bad and then friend. Your friend whenever you do that whenever you do that like unless it's your best friend your one sole best friend in the world right whenever you do shit like that like you take on someone else's battle then what happens is that person ends up being cool with the person and you're the one still left battling right, you, with the right person. either that it never works or out the, in your favor or you, or you lose out on opportunities or they make they're cool with the person, or you become you're not friends with the person that you stuck up for. It happens every time. And look, there are times if I feel that person was really wronged, I will do everything in my power to be like, you know, to fight for them. But if it's just like don't talk to them because of a really stupid reason, or I'm not doing it. Sorry, like I'm not. You know, I'll burn my own bridges. I don't need to burn your bridges. I don't need to walk through the fire of your bridge. Like I'm not doing it. Look, there are things like there are people that have done horrible, like awful things that like, like one particular person that we both hate. But like, other than that, like I don't, you know, when it comes to like my money and my business and my friendship, like I'm not doing it. I'm too old. Like I'm, this is where like, I don't know fucks given. Sorry. Like I don't care. Like, like I've lost a lot of work because of that. I don't. I can't afford yeah. to lose work at this point. Am yeah. I? I can't afford to like, like I. You know, mm-hmm. like I've like there. If there there are clubs like not in New York, thank God, but there are clubs like outside New York that like if you work like forty miles away from, they're like, why are you working that club? Meanwhile, they they'll give you one spot a, a year, but the other club will give you three or four. It's like so. It's like fuck you, fuck you, yeah. fuck you. Speaking of not being able to afford to lose work, I got to go to work. All right, so, well, we're uh, we're done. We we did an, we did like an hour. We did an hour. This is a good show. Yeah. So uh, now I just we uh, I hope the Ed, if you're listening, if you could put the other song on at the end. Um, Ed, 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 Ed. The, the Sam yeah. song, the, the the heavy metal song, or I. I'll, Sorry, speaking of Ed, I got to give a shout out to Eddie Money. Let me tell take, you what. I sang that song Eddie my band. Money. Take, take me home tonight. tonight. No, I sang that my rock band. I, have I don't want to play it. you go till you see the light. Take, take me, me home tonight. tonight. Listen, you honey, just like, like Ronnie And on that note, let's say goodbye, everybody. My little baby. Yo, Adrian went to an Eddie Money concert. It was me and Adrian and my mom and her best friend had the other two tickets. We didn't hang out though. So it was my mom and her best friend, me and my best pal, right? We're at Eddie Money. Best fucking concert ever. We had so much fun there. Rest in peace, Eddie Rest Money. Rest in peace, so Eddie Money. I, salute you. I sang you in my it's rock band. I used to sing male songs when I, in my rock band. That's when I was in I was in rock band in high school. I had my own Did band. Did Eddie Money sing two tickets to paradise? No. I've got... I don't know. I think that's no. I don't know. But anyway, thank you guys for listening. Be well. Be strong. 
uh, come see us. I'll be performing. Uh, I don't know what I'm performing. I'll be at Greenwich Village Comedy Club next weekend on the 21st. Uh, I'll be on the road a, a little bit. I hope this cold goes away. Uh, Angela is going to be in town soon, right? I think. Next week. Next week. Yes. No, not next week, but the following right. week. Okay, we'll figure out something. Guys, love ya. Thank you for listening to the Pressman Hour. And we are Audi. You don't have to hang up, but bye. Got it.